Do you know anybody who is very self-reliant? If you're sitting next to them, no need to point them out or elbow them in the ribs. But I think we all know people that are pretty self-reliant. And I think at some level, all of us are. I mean, I'll be honest, I have a hard time asking for help. It's probably part of a pride thing and probably just that self-reliant attitude, which there is a lot of good in having the ability to do things for yourself. There are some people in life that go the other way and they can't do anything for themselves and they don't know how to do anything for themselves. They don't know how to learn to, to do anything for themselves. And we don't want to be there. But on the other side, there's this tendency where we feel like we can do it ourselves and we don't want any help. A lot of times, little kids, as they're starting to learn and grow and develop, they will need some help, obviously, and so the parent or older sibling will step in to help them out, and they'll say, no, I can do it. I want to do it. And you realize, no, they need help in this moment. And of course, we want them to grow and develop and learn to do things independently, but all of us at some level in our lives, need to accept help. Before we all got smartphones and we'd travel with our families, there's this stereotypical thing would happen where we'd get lost. And then, of course, in this stereotype, the, the dad was driving and the, the, the wife would say, Honey, don't you think we should stop and ask for directions? And the husband would say, No, I don't need directions, right? That's kind of how it's portrayed in society, and maybe you've experienced that in your life. But we've got this thing inside of us that often makes us feel like we can do it by ourselves, even though we can't. And that's why today's topic is so critically important for us. The sermon title today is Scripture Songs, colon, Learning, or Abiding in Christ. We're starting a new series Scripture songs will be the prefix and then the main sermon title after that. Each sermon that we will be sharing for the next several weeks is going to be having an accompanying, uh, a scripture song that will go along with it. So uh, in the future weeks, we'll actually play the song at the end of our sermon. Uh, at the end of today, I'm just going to refer you to get on YouTube and listen to a song that I'm going to be pointing out. You know, I found that that I learn and appreciate scripture so much better when I have it in song. And so as the songs were sung this morning, I'm going to be helping you learn some new songs, songs that come straight from scripture that will uh, emphasize and buttress and back up the points that we're making. Uh, and will give you something positive to go through your mind as you go throughout your day. So we're talking about abiding in, in Christ, abiding in Jesus. And I invite you to open up to the famous passage on that, John chapter 15. John 15, and we're going to start in verse 4. John 15 in verse 4. Jesus has already established in verse 1 that he is the true vine. He is the source of all of our life and strength. And as we get to verse 4, notice what he says. He says, abide in me and I in you. 
as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, verse 5. You are the branches. He who abides in me and, and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do how much? Nothing. So two times in those two verses, Jesus says, you got to stick with me, abide with me, because you can't bear fruit without me. In fact, in verse 5, he says, you can't do anything without me. And this strikes right at the heart, at the core of this self-sufficient, I can do it myself attitude. We think of this as the pulling yourself up by your own bootstraps mentality, right? Have you heard that expression before? I actually brought along a boot because I just wanted to point out how ridiculous of an idea that is. The thought that I could be laying on my back and then grab right here with my finger on both boots and pull myself up, right? It just doesn't work that way unless you are... Your body is a totally different shape than mine is. It doesn't work when we try to go it alone. And spiritually, Jesus said, you can't do it. If you want to grow fruit, good things in your life, if you want to grow, you have to be connected to me. Isaiah 64, verse 6, God spoke to the people of the time, and, and he said this, that all of your righteousness is as filthy rags. Your best efforts to be good is filthy rags. And on our own, outside of the covering, cleansing, merit, empowering Holy Spirit of Jesus, on our own, our best efforts to be good, filthy rags. One of the founders of our church, Ellen White, said this, she said, all of our promises and resolutions are like ropes of sand. I love that imagery. As a rock climber, when, when your rope gets certain damage on it, you retire it. Or you cut it at that spot and you, you have a shortened rope. Uh, one time we, we abraded, we we rubbed raw the outside sheath of our rope when we were climbing underneath this overhang. It was rubbing on this corner. And so we just ended up cutting the rope there because you don't want to climb on a rope that's not good. But she said, our promises, our resolutions, our, 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 our best efforts to make ourselves better is like trying to make a rope out of sand. Well, what did Jeremiah 20, or chapter 13, verse 23 say? Jeremiah said, can the Ethiopian change his skin or the leopard their spots? Neither can you that are accustomed to doing evil do good. On our own, going it alone, Jesus said, and experience will tell you, you can do nothing. What does the, the famous 12-step line say? Our very best thinking got us here. Our best effort to make our lives good got us into this addicted situation. And so it's very, very significant that Jesus said, if you want fruit, you have 
to abide. The Greek word abide, meno, means simply to remain. We need to remain in Jesus. But it's, it's a mutual relationship. He says, I in you and you in me. That's the amazing thing. God wants to have this mutual relationship. It's not merely one way. It's not merely him way up here looking at us way down there. He wants to be connected as partners and friends. Jesus says there, verse 4, that as the branch. Okay, can you hear me now? I don't know where we were, but we just got to laugh it off. That's right. (laughs) So Jesus is saying we can't bear fruit unless we abide. It's ridiculous to think that this stick could bring forth this pear, right? I mean, it's obvious that I attached it earlier. This wouldn't fool anybody, would it? And it's so obvious to this, to us, obviously a dead stick, it's not connected to the tree, can't produce a pear. And some of you are thinking, well, that kind of stick isn't even from a pear tree, which is true also. Double impossibility. So why is it that we think in our spiritual lives we can bring forth good fruit? Why do we think that we can change ourselves if we're not connected to Jesus? Why do you think we can, why do we think we can bring forth good fruit? Jesus said, if you aren't connected, you can't bear fruit. Okay, so what does it mean to abide? Let's just break it down a little bit. Number one, abiding means connection. Jesus was very clear. He said, I am the vine. I am the the part of a grapevine, the the trunk, to use other language. I am the main part, and you are the branches that come off of me. You've got to be connected to me to bring forth fruit. Number one, it means connection. Are you connected to Jesus? Have you asked him to be your Lord? Asked him to be your Savior? Have you asked him to give you a new heart? If so, then you are connected. You have connected yourself to him. It also means dependence. Because the the branch is fully 100% dependent on the vine for its nutrients. Uh, If it gets disconnected like the stick here, it's going to die. Or to use more modern illustrations, if you never plug your phone in, 
you never charge your cell phone, it's going to die. You've got to connect regularly to the power source to have energy, to have life. So Jesus said, you need to depend on me. You need to stop this mentality of, I can do it on my own. I can go it by myself. Jesus said, no, you have to depend upon me. Abiding in Jesus in our day looks like talking to him in your mind, talking to him throughout your day, depending on him for your strength to resist temptation, depending on him for strength in order to say the right things and not to use your tongue for harmful purposes, depending on him to help you be a good witness to those around you. When you're abiding in Jesus, you're checking in with him throughout your day. So it means connection, it means dependence, but it also means continuance. It means that we are continuing to trust in him. It's not just a one-time thing. In fact, if you look at verse 6, John 15, verse 6, Jesus said, if anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them together and throw them into fire, and they are burned. In other words, there are people who, who were connected, but they cease to be connected. And just like a gardener trims off the, the excess and, and throws it into a pile for, for disposing later, Jesus said, if you're not connected to me and you don't stay connected to me, that's what will happen. Um, now, God is not wanting anyone to perish. He's not wanting anyone to miss out on heaven. But the reality is, people that aren't cultivating a friendship with Jesus now, when Jesus returns, even if he brought them to heaven, they wouldn't be happy there. And so God allows people to die the second death. Abiding in Jesus, it means having a connection with him, depending upon him for your strength, but it also means continuing to stay with him. So why should we abide? Well, we've kind of already seen it. It's obvious. If you're not abiding, you can't grow. And if you're trying to stop having such a bad temper, if you're trying to be kind to your children and your wife, if you're trying to live a morally upright and pure life, if you're trying to overcome addiction, if you're trying in any area of your life to grow spiritual fruit on your own, without Jesus, you will fail. Now, maybe you have a little bit more self-control than some of us, and you can last a little bit longer than some of us, but true, lasting change in your life has to come, Jesus tells us, the one who made us, it has to come from intimate connection with him. Abiding in him is really what the Christian life is all about. And what's cool is, abiding in him makes everything else easier. There was this guy, he wrote a book called Practicing the Presence of Jesus. I think his name was Brother Lawrence. And he tried to check in with, with God every hour, tried to make sure his heart was right with God every hour throughout the day, and then every half hour, and then every 15 minutes, and then every minute, and then, then moment by moment, like he had put on God-colored glasses so that he could see the world and continually desire and long to be connected to God. And he said this was the hardest thing he'd ever done, 
but it made everything else so much easier. The battle is not so much against sin, but the battle is to stay connected. And when you stay connected to Jesus, it's impossible for you to fall into those sins. Sin indicates that we've already separated ourselves. Why should we abide? Because that's how you can grow. That's how everything else can be easier. And that's almost the, well, not almost, that's really the only way to stay connected to him. So the, the main big question that we need to solve then is how do we abide? How do we make this happen? And for starters, you can't abide where you don't presently reside. Let me say that again. You can't abide where you don't presently reside. So for example, it would be inaccurate and untrue for me to say that I reside in Washington State. Why? Simply because I don't live there, right? So the, the way for us to start abiding in Jesus is we need to get with him. And you can't abide if you're not with him. So I want to start my day off each day by getting with Jesus. Even though you'd spent time with him the day before, spend time with him that day. Just because you ate food yesterday doesn't mean you don't need to eat food today. Amen? And so you start your day with him. You talk to him in prayer. You spend time in the word. Maybe you listen to some inspiring Christian music that uplifts you. And we've done sermons in the past about the devotional life, so I won't go into all the tips and tricks here. You can look them up on our website. We have the audio versions on our website. But you've got to start the day with Jesus if you're going to abide in him throughout your day. And then you start living your day. You start walking your day with him. Which means, in a very practical way, you remember him throughout your day. Daniel had a set time to pray, morning, noon, and night. He intentionally, every single day. We could learn a lot from our Muslim brothers and sisters who, who, who five times a day take dedicated time, not only in their minds, but in their posture, to pray. If you want to abide, you need to remember who you love, who loves you, and stick with him. Abiding in Jesus also means obeying him. If you're still in John 15, you look at verse 9 and 10. Jesus said, as the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. To stay connected to him, we want to make choices that help us stay connected and not separate ourselves from him. So we determine through his power to obey him, to follow him. We try to live like him and be like him. The Apostle John, who wrote the book of John, as well as the letters of 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John in Revelation, wrote more about abiding than any other biblical author. And later on in 1st John 2, 6, it says, whoever says he abides in him also ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. So if you're going to abide in him, that means that you're going to walk as Jesus walked. You want to do the things that Jesus would do. 
You know, it's not just spending time in prayer and Bible study, but another part of abiding is going along on adventures with Jesus. What did Jesus do when he was here? He was trying to share the good news and help relieve the suffering of others. I found that some of my closest moments with God are the times when I am serving with Jesus, going where Jesus would go, doing what Jesus would do. John 8:31, Jesus said, "If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed." So we start our day with him, we think about him throughout the day, we go on adventures trying to serve others with Jesus, and we abide in his word. Now that means broadly that we try and live in his teaching. But in order to live in his teaching, we need to know it and apply it. And in order to know it and apply it, we need to hear it and read it, right? And so that's why it's so important to start our day and, and continue our day with him. And as you have spare moments, uh, top off your spiritual gas tank by checking in with God, not only in your mind, but um, taking some time to pull out your phone and, and looking at the Bible app, memorizing a passage of scripture throughout the day. You know, for me, we're talking about scripture songs. I have been so blessed lately by listening more intentionally to scripture songs. I find that I'm able to memorize the words so much easier and instead of having really crazy lyrics from some meaningless song going through my head, I'd much rather have something that God inspired going through my mind. And so um, I'll refer you to a specific song later on, but just take out a pen and pencil. I want to give you something to write down here, a website that will really, um, I think, boost your ability to think about scripture throughout the day. Um, and you can just do a, a search for this on Google. But you can just type into Google, scripture songs for worship. Scripture songs for worship. And you can even put a name along with that if you want. Esther, E-S-T-H-E-R, Mui, M-U-I. If you put that into a Google, into your search engine, you're going to find options to look at her songs on YouTube as well as her main website. I think it's scripturesongsforworship.com, but you can double check that. And she has hundreds of songs, it seems, on all different passages of scripture. And I have been so blessed by this ministry. She does it free, um, just as, as a blessing and as a ministry. Um, so check out the scripture songs. They're gonna, they're gonna, you're going to find some ones that you really like, and they're going to get stuck in your mind, and you'll be thankful for it, because it's going to help you stay connected and abide. Now, there are many other people who do scripture songs. That's just one that I'm recommending today, but there are many other options as well. You know, my wife and I also in our home, we try to abide in Christ corporately as a family by starting our day together in prayer, by ending in prayer, and by having worship together. It's not just a personal thing, but we as a family want to abide in Jesus. And so set time aside as a family 
to start doing that. And if you want some suggestions for devotional books or, or ways to do that, we even have some suggestions on our website underneath the family tab. We need to get practical about our Christian experience. It's not just, you know, all these fancy words. It's how do we put them into practice? What do we do today as a family to abide? You'll find some helpful suggestions on our website. And if you have other questions, please reach out and we'll see if we can come up with something together. So Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. If you want to grow, you need to stay connected. What does staying connected looks like? Well, number one, it means getting connected, depending and trusting in Jesus throughout your day, and staying connected. It's not that once saved, always saved thing. We need to get connected and stay connected. Uh, we have wonderful assurance in Jesus, and we make lots of mistakes, and he forgives those mistakes, but we stay connected um, each day as we seek him out. You know, after certain meals, dishes get really dirty, especially potluck. If you're one of those ladies or, or guys who bakes for potluck in those Pyrex casserole dishes, and you made that wonderful special K-loaf, or Nancy, I'm thinking about you, uh, or you made one of those other wonderful dishes, after potluck is over, because you bake that thing in the oven, sometimes those food morsels are really stuck on that casserole dish. In fact, we made oatmeal this morning, and there was some really stuck-on oatmeal uh, on that pot. You know what that's like? Well, when you're approaching the dishes, you have two options. Number one, you could just get all the strength you can muster and try and uh, grit your teeth and, and, and chisel those food morsels off of your uh, Pyrex dish, off of your pot, off of your pan. Or you could do the smarter thing, which is not procrastinating. <laughs> oh, maybe a little bit. But you let the pot, you let the dish abide in the warm, sudsy water of the sink. And you let the abiding of the soap, of the warm water, do the work for you. And when you come back later on, it's so much easier to clean. How many of us in our lives have these stains of sin these stains of addiction, and we're trying to remove them in our own power when Jesus says, no, 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 I have a much easier way. Abide with me and I'll do the work for you. Just focus on me. Focus on connecting to me. And I'm going to help everything else be so much easier. So the choice is ours. Do you want to make things really hard in your life and not succeed? Or do you want to invest in a relationship, a daily abiding relationship, and let Jesus do the heavy lifting for you? He already accomplished it on the cross, and he wants to continue to accomplish that good work of growth, fruit-bearing in my life and in your life also. Is that what you want? That's what I want. Okay, so for the appeal song today, 
you're going to write this down and you're going to go to YouTube right after this service. If you like, I invite you. Write down Esther Moy, E-S-T-H-E-R-M-U-I. And then write down John 15, 4 and 5. John chapter 15, colon, 4 dash 5. You're going to find a scripture song that's, that literally goes through our passage for today and will remind you about the importance of abiding. Do you want to abide? Me too. I'm still figuring this out. I don't have it figured out perfectly, but I'm on the journey alongside you. Let's bow our heads and ask God to help us. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to grow. We want to stay connected to you. If we get disconnected today, help us to notice it and help us to reconnect. Thank you that you're always there for us. Even when we make massive mistakes, you're always there ready to forgive. And so, Lord, in Jesus' name, we ask you to help us. Help us to find joy in your presence today as we stay connected this day and each day, growing fruit for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a happy Sabbath, friends. God bless you, and we will see you next week.